Here we go. Okay. Uh, you're recording it. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. What, what are we going to? We're talking about the divine masculine. How to heal the divine masculine. What's going on with the divine masculine? Yes. And this is a conversation that you and I have have had before. I I remember this. I remember this. Mm-hmm. It seems to be in. Okay, these are a few things that come to mind. Mm-hmm. One, we have our society learning more about the truth of their own sexuality and personal identification, gender and not or non-gender, right? Mm-hmm. So we got those dynamics. So what I think our conversation is more geared towards the fact that um at least from my point of view i'm more of a cis female so i'm kind of interested in a cis male as a counterpart for myself and many women that i know who are looking for our concept of a divine masculine we're having to figure out what that looks like because we've been taught at least myself i've been taught that a man for me is one that provides protects that's wise that understands how powerful and important my role as the divine feminine is in his life, like how deeply intricate and important my role is, and that I want that divine masculine to be more balanced and understanding that though my way may be very subtle, I am very powerful and to be recognized and to deal with me according to that power. Now, I also want that I want that I want to feel that he's masculine. I want to feel like I can babe, can you handle XYZ? And to me, maybe so maybe not so much saying it's masculine, but maybe they they have followed through. They do what they say they can do. That's my meaning of um following through. It's a, um, it's, it's a beautiful, delicate balance of masculine energy. How, and, and now, as I've had conversations with other men, they're like, how are we going to divine masculine anymore? Because a man could be soft-spoken, does follow through, can do things, but his energy may be feminine. Does that make him not a masculine? So what are your thoughts, Bobby? Well, 
So we have the rise of the goddess, the rise of the feminine, and we talk a lot about that in, in our spirituality, right? And this is something that we're trying to cultivate and grow. But going back to most matriarchal societies in history, when, they're, when, that, when that is balanced, the divine masculine is also balanced out with the divine feminine. So there's no oppressor over top of oppressor. Meaning okay. that there's no, um, no, the, the, the feminine doesn't oppress the masculine just because it is more powerful, but it okay. actually brings the masculine up to its side to, yes. to rule together. It's more of a, a equal type of vibration. Yes. So in healing the divine masculine and also in healing the feminine, it actually has to happen at the same time. Okay. So in order to heal, because it is a polarity. So in order to heal the feminine properly, the divine masculine also has to be healed. It's not going to happen if <laughs> the divine masculine is, 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 is not healed as well. Agreed. Because it's a polarity and we need both of the energies right absolutely we need the yin and we also need the yang yes right right so we live in a very masculine society and so we need to start you know we have to break down what what that's like no shame or blame or hate about it but just like to break it down about what it's like okay what it's like is based on war and lack or lack, which creates a war, a type of vibe. Okay. Where we're at war with each other, where we, where we have to be warriors towards each other, women and men. Absolutely. In order to survive. So a lot of the women are actually very masculine. So you Absolutely. You have to check in on your own masculinity. And where you're Absolutely. at with that, okay? And, and, and being able to love your man uh, has to do a lot with being able to love the man that's inside of you. Mm, I like it. I like that. So it's like, have you blessed the man that's inside of you that has done the work that you were expecting for a man to do for you that you had to do for yourself? Did you bless that part of you? Did you acknowledge that part of you? Because mm. if you're down with that part of you, then that part of you, when who you know is is sitting across and has an actual man as a reflection, mm. then you will be able to align with that person energetically, and and energetically start to heal and bring about the masculine in that person as well, but in a healing way and not in a way that's a macho way because a lot of women are macho, more macho, Absolutely. More macho right? I've been macho. I, I know I'm a macho man though, because I totally have aligned with my inner, with my inner, male that I know that, oh, you know what? I'm actually macho and I really need to, to 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I see myself as being macho. I because I've always enjoyed my femininity. However, I do. I've done jobs that were masculine based. You know, can you see these things pop up on the screen? No. Mm -mm. Okay, because it's annoying as crap. Because I see it. All right. Um, Bobby, what we've discussed before, and I've and I've definitely pondered and have dreamt about seeing more men circle up and work out their their healing with other men. I would love to be a co-facilitator, a person stand watch as a divine feminine alongside a male who's doing, or a man who's doing most of the teaching and expressing. And some giving men or ask or offering men guidance when they have questions about women. And then me being there, I can't speak for all women, so I will always make that clear that many women that I know, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. I literally have at least two women I know right now who have been without a male counterpart for seven years. And it's not, it's not uncommon for someone to talk to me to go, I hadn't been dating in two, three years. But now on the flip side, I wanna be able to assist, but I also want to, to just be a witness to what's being taught to men, you know? That way I can, I can hold like, ho, 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 I have a question about that statement. What does that mean? Well, how are you guys interpreting that statement that you made? You know, to kind of like be there to kind of get some idea, to give some little boundary and parameters because I, I don't want an imbalance to happen and what men are receiving. But can men actually heal with other men? Will the testosterone get in the way? Would it need to be a healing ses um, a healing workshop done by just a staff of women and men come to get more understanding of women. So like, you know, at first I'm thinking, oh, we need to have more males circle up. Yeah. But does that mean that it should be done by a man or men at all? Since after all, most women tend to do their spiritual and emotional work most i mean right i think i think the healing work because healing work is so multi-dimensional and if you really want to go deep then you really need to be open-minded about how the healing work happens and who is called to do this healing work because at first i thought too that where's the guys where are the men that are going to hold the space for the other men but maybe it's, it's you know maybe it doesn't have to be a, a man but maybe it just has to be someone who is you know 
matcha or you know like me like i you know i have a man inside like when they asked me what is my identification i said i actually identify as male but yet i'm super feminine but that's just how i roll that's i i yeah. it's because i know my masculine so much and i'm so in love with my masculine right now so wow okay this is why I, I identify with that and i even you know i told my friend that she punched me in my arm and i'm like why am i getting punched because i'm saying that i'm more masculine than i or you know what i mean but yeah. that, that was almost like you know man you're not you're or no you know Bobby, you're not allowed to be uh masculine because i see you as feminine Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I get it. I get it. But if I look at your life, okay, and my, the way I see it. Right. You're a DJ. Yeah. You do healing work. You work with children, too. You do a lot of psychic work, but you have to get more or less, the way the word I use is contracts. You have to get out there and actually work with business owners and say, hey, this is what I'm offering. This is what my cost is. This is what I'm doing. How you want to make this work? So not saying feminine ones can't do that or, or they shouldn't. I'm not saying any of that. I will say in many cases in society, that has been primarily a masculine position. Right, yeah, that's a hustle. And the hu my, my Mars is in Leo, so it's a lot of fire. And it's and my Mars, which is the masculine part of myself in astrology, and, and the, if we use yes. those archetypes, the masculine part of myself is in Leo, which is fire. And so that's exactly. why, right, and so that's why my hustle is like that. Yes. Because that's where my Mars is. So it's like... Um, you know, we are, we're all multidimensional. We all hold all of these things with, within us, but it's acknowledging, you know, how we're holding that. And what is our reflections and what is, what are, what are our projections of what that's supposed to be? What is breaking down what it is really, what it is truly, and what society tells you that it should be exactly right so for example if my projection and what society says is that a man should be a um provider and a protector mm -hmm. then i need to ask myself that if i want that man to be a reflection of me where have i been protecting myself how am I with protecting myself? And protection doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, physical protection, but just straight up boundaries. Where am I with my boundaries? Are my boundaries very clear? Okay. Mm -hmm. And am I able to provide for myself for my basic needs? Mm -hmm. Because when these things are getting on your nerves about a man, that means that you need to assert that within yourself. And energetically, when you do that, you will bring in that energy to you. And that doesn't mean that you have to be successful at those things, but it just means that you need to walk on that street. You need to walk down that path. Hmm. 
right? Yeah. That's the only way energetically that you can recognize what that is like. So I know how to provide and protect myself. So therefore, when I see it, I see a man who can do that for me. I know what that is. Absolutely. Right. And that I can discern whether or not somebody who's not doing that, I can discern and I can go, okay, you know what? I can't waste my time with this person because instead of this person growing with me as a provider and a protector, I might have to protect them. Mm. Mm. Or provide for them. Wow. And who has time for that? <laughs> okay, so that, okay, but then we go back, then it goes back to the, okay, we got women, you know, that identify themselves as masculine. It's like you, like you said, you identify yourself as a masculine. Right. So they may, that particular group of women may choose yes. to be with a man that's more feminine, that's non-aggressive or not, not fiery with energy, you know, like I've always had to find very creative ways of carrying carrying myself for survival since I was 16. But my femininity always looks for someone that I can just drop some of those responsibilities on so I can relax in my femininity. Yes. So... How are we going to design a space to say, hey, this is for the divine masculines? When a lot of divine masculines will, I mean, will they? It's like if I say, hey, I'm designing a workshop for a bunch of the divine masculines to learn more about the divine feminine. Now, before it used to be simple because, or it appeared simple and some people suffered because of this simplicity, saying all you had to do is come to be a man, you're a man. So a man just walks up and says, okay, I'm taking a class. Physically, gender considered men. That's not so true these days. So when we say we're having a a group for divine masculines, all types of concepts of divine masculines are going to show up. So does that mean, uh aha? So what that probably means that we are going to have to change the word dynamics period of about masculine and feminine what we may have to talk about is yeah we may have to talk about integrity honoring yourself your desires being willing to be vulnerable to say what your desires are 
so these classes are more about how to be more humane as a human. Yeah, yeah, I can, I, I can dig that, you know. There's, there, there's, you know, and just looking at it in different ways as well. Energetically, we can look at it as yin and yang. We can look at it as, which kind of takes a lot of the social, the social narrative off of what, you know, what that is, masculine and feminine. Definitely. Um, because that's a part of the problem. That's, that's the biggest part of the problem is that, um, we have in our code social dynamic of what a man is and also also what a woman is exactly and so but all things all of these because you know when you break things down all things are questionable so right we can question men and say you know well are you a man what you doing to be a man we could quite women can be questioned too and perhaps maybe they need to be Right. Are you are you being a straight up woman? Mm. That, what does that mean? Do you have that's integrity? True. That's true because when we when we talk about all oh, my work on men to be divine masculines, then they're they're going to look at me with them. What does that mean to be a divine feminine? Exactly. And so it's like, okay, well, yeah, we need to be able to break that down in a real basic way because right now that is even kind of like super woo woo about what does that mean and just exactly. come down to like a basic language of how we want to communicate no matter no matter what no matter what we choose to be so the truth is we should not be that's that's part of it okay i think i think the biggest part is the shame guilt and blame that takes place when a, a person says I like women who are like this, you know, or I like a sexual partner who is like this. And then the person that knows that they're not like X, Y, Z, the this that they said, there goes the shame, blame, oh, really? You don't want a woman like me? You don't want a man like me? Da, 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 da. We gotta stop shaming and blaming because all we're doing, all we want is to find our match. That's all. It has nothing to do with this feminine not being feminine enough or she's masculine. Whatever stage of that person's life is that person's stage in their life. And really, we got to remember that half of this shit is stages. You're going to go through a stage where you're heterosexual. Right. You may question your sexuality, you know, the next minute you turn around. Right. And decide, you know, where you are with that. So what we got to do is take away, take away people's shame or blame and allow people to be open to be who they are. Because once they're true to what they are, they'll more than likely know exactly what they want for themselves. And then when people can put that on the table, honestly, genuinely, authentically, then the healing is so much easier. Yes. Agreed. So that's the space that has to be created. It's not so much 
I think what we got to do is stop, in my opinion, stop doing all this damn all women, all men. But then again, there's spaces where there, there needs to be a container for all women. Yeah. So we just need to just create what we're creating and not be concerned about, um, oh, we don't, I'm, I'm bashing, the, you know, total women groups all the time. You know, not, don't do that. Just do you. So we need to just develop a class or develop a group about vulnerability. Right. And I feel like that's it right there. You hit it right there. And just a space where people can just be in that vulnerable, messy space. Right. So it's like, you know, because when shame and guilt and blame that comes out of dysfunction, old family wounds and old family dysfunctions is societal that you get into, you communicate with absolutely and then you start shaming them or blaming them for this going down and not taking responsibility for your own feelings and stuff like that so that is that is a snowball mm-hmm. relationships go that just snowballs because the, the the first argument that happens is like that it it deconstruct self-esteem of one another absolutely and so then the next argument you have you still remember the last argument where you were shamed (laughs) you don't know i can't even hear what you're saying because i'm already mad at you (laughs) just i'm still mad from yesterday what are you talking about and you know so we on this something one right and so call it what we we yes. call the group what we want to call it. Right. And when they come forth, this, you know, we're talking about self-love through self-acceptance, vulnerability. Who are you? Oh, I'm a, are you a identified as a masculine male or a feminine male? or no gender at all or or i don't know we have to have the space where i just i don't know who i am right now or, or what i am right now and you girl you done said it boom i don't know my idea I, I don't want to know okay Whatever. we just okay hold space for um that's what i mean that's that's a vulnerable space because here I in like city, there's like label 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 Yes. Yes. You just don't know. It's okay. Yeah. Right? It is okay. It is okay. And so we put that on the agenda. And, and, and then what are you looking for, you know, as, as a partner? Is it a male, female, non-gender, a person that's just, that does not know, you know, all of these things? And these are not because we give a damn. I don't don't care what it is you want to do. What I care about is holding space for you to have some introspection about yourself. Right. Because in that process of being introspective, there comes 
and we're holding space for you to be vulnerable and authentic to yourself. Because you can't be in no relationship with anybody else if you can't be in a relationship with yourself. Right. So we got to come from that standpoint. Oh, I can't hear you. That when when you saw this this uh, the ad or whatever, or you heard on uh, Bobby Williams' podcast, you know, DJ Smokey, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I'm all about that game. I'm about this, this, and that. I'm like, okay, good. You're putting on your document so that you can see for yourself where you are, you know, in the process. So we can still name it the classes for the divine, divine masculines and what is it like being single or um, working through whatever, whatever. It doesn't really matter. We can't even go there and just say, this is a class for a deep in introspection, all genders and non-genders and those who are unclear on their genders are welcome here. Right. And in, in, and, and, you know, right now what's happening in the sky is that, you know, Mars is in Aries right now. And so, and Mars is in Aries and it's right up there by Chiron is, um, I think going into retrograde or is going into retrograde. So there's a lot that has to do with the healing of the, of the masculine energy. It's almost like the healing of the wounded warrior. Yes. Whoa. Okay. I know that's right. So it's like, okay, so we're healing. And this has to do with, you know, this is energetic. Okay. So it could be the, you know, as a female, even though in the warrior within you. Okay. Yes. Yes. Healing the part of you that has been on the front lines for you in your life, the part of you that has gotten wounded, right? But is still fighting, okay? Because Mars is an Aries, so there's still a fight. There's still um, a challenge. There's still stuff that's going on, okay? But what happens to the wounded warrior? One thing that happens is it's harder to fight, right? Because they're wounded. Yeah. And they yeah. might have to stop and not fight. Or they might have to find a different way to fight besides mm -hmm. physical fights, right? Yeah. Or they might fight in a more fierce way because they're wounded. Yeah. Or because they are wounded, they're taking a break to heal. Yes. You know, like I just been in battle. I I I can't I just need to take a breather. I'll, I'm going to go back in a battle or I no longer want a battle. You know, these are different places that the wounded warrior can end up. Right. At well, that time. Exactly. And I, I think we might definitely might be on to some stuff here. They are uh, smoking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, you know what? I got my ass kicked so bad. But now I want to know. 
how how to how to fix this situation or i want to know how to heal myself because i have got my ass kicked so bad in the battle fighting that i i, I want to sit back and i want to i want to figure out i want to really figure this thing out and use my energy as a warrior to actually fight for peace now because it's important wow absolutely absolutely right not yeah. just to fight but fight for something yes fight with a purpose yes yes right and with strategy you and i think that's important that's freaking important because when a when a person decides they are a warrior what burns a warrior out is that he thinks that person being thinks the war is constantly going on all the time. And that is how they end up so wounded. They ended up with less energy really for the fight when, it's, when there really is one. So the person needs to identify with what, what are they fighting? Because that way you know what you're fighting, you know when you need to put down the shield, the weaponry, when to take care of self, you know, to nurture the inner empress. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, there's that part where you're constantly at battle and you don't even know when the battle's won because you, I'm gonna battle that in this one, in that one, in this one. And I'm going to battle this over here and I'm just going to battle. Well, then after a while, you're not an effective warrior. Right. You don't have the proper energy for it. Right. You lost your focus. Right. You're out of balance. So you need to know, what are you working on as an individual? What, do, what are you fighting? What are you fighting? And what are you fighting for? And have you won... The biggest battle, which is the fight, which is the fight with yourself. Have you won that battle? Because if you don't win that battle, you're not gonna win that, any other battle. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Because you're always gonna come back to yourself. You're always gonna come yeah. back to the big battle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because wherever you go, you take who? Yourself. Wherever you go. Right. My dad used to say, I don't worry about anything else that's going on because when I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror, that's me. I got to deal with that. <laughs> wow. Wow. I got to deal with my own reflection. I got to deal with what I'm seeing, what I'm working with. Yeah. And even when you're talking about this, this, um, the wounded warrior, I see that a lot right now with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. That everyone feels canceled. Can't use the word everyone. That's so ambiguous. Many of us feel a call to go to battle. Yeah. But then that person identifies what their war is, what their battle is, and then when they meet other people that says they are warriors too, 
but that person may be baking donuts. And you're like, what kind of damn warrior bakes donuts? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's got, everybody's a part of the dang on Black Lives Matter movement. And what I see happening in many cases is a bunch of warriors just waving a sword around and everybody getting cut, you know, because they feel frantic. But if they go back to remembering, you must practice self-care and self-love, even, even when you're in battle, you have to develop a time where you get rest, food, healing, before you can go back on the battlefield, whichever battlefield you choose. And I noticed that in many cases, people are not realizing that the reason why they're wanting to war with so, so much is they really haven't developed a good home base within themselves. So everything is a battle. Everything's a fight. Everybody says something. You, they offend you. You ready to... When your home base is solid, when you know who and what you are, you know when to pick certain battles. You know how to study your enemy a little bit better. Then know how to initiate your plan. Exactly. So it's about, you know, choosing the battle. It's not, you're not going to fight every fight. Every fight is not yours to fight. Go ahead now. Okay. So stop. Every battle is not yours to fight. Mm. You know, I have a warrior inside. You do too. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's why we love the Warriors of Ash. <laughs> Go ahead now. We love to see them. We love yes. them. Yes. Why do we love that? It's the archetype of the warrior then. Right. And there's some, there's some honor there. Yes. Honor there. Yes. Some strategy there. There's an art there. That's a martial art. So there's, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's some art there. So we are honoring and holding space for the warrior there. But that, but that is a held space. Mm. You hold that space when you're the priestess. So it's like that is a held space, that sacred space that all that happens. So, Absolutely. so there, the, then the warrior can be lifted up and seen as a warrior. We have warriors that don't are not even acknowledged as warriors. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So there's yeah. no, um, there's no esteem to it. Mm. so it's like when there's no esteem to it there's no story to it there's no ritual there's no space to it there's no initiation to it it's all reckless it's fighting just to fight there's no honor behind it 
There's no purpose. There's no strategy. There's no organizing. It's just like, I just right. want to fight because I'm so freaking angry. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being angry and wanting to fight because you're angry. Mm. But yet, we as human beings have this amazing opportunity and ability to be creative and take our energy and alchemize it. Right. Don't touch nothing in that room, baby girl. You can cut that light off in there. That's it. Don't touch nothing up in there. Stop looking at my items like it's creepy. Go on now. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> my baby daughter walk in and she looks right in my room and she looks at things like. Suspect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, baby. But baby girl, uh, I'm really. And so it's. Should we have masculines write out the archetype that they are like give like maybe five particular archetypes warrior um emperor king page and identify what i mean because we can do it in, we can do it in different themes Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, just if we keep it open, this allows people to explore these things and then these masculine themes. Let's just keep it masculine. Okay. Because we're trying to deal and heal, deal and heal with. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So. If we kept it masculine, it's okay. So, what's your favorite masculine archetype? Woo! I like it. Yeah, and we open it up for everybody, for females or whoever. What's your favorite masculine archetype? Or who's I like who's or who's your your favorite? You know, when you when you think of masculine, like who's your yeah? Who comes to mind? Right. I like that. And then, what is your most admired female archetype? That's the that's the that's the other one. That's the other one. We trying to focus on the males right now. Yeah. We doing the females. We going we going to do the females. We're good at doing that. <laughs> well, the reason why I'm saying that right. the masculines get that opportunity. To be more okay, yeah, you know, present about what they're looking for or what is their most ideal partner archetype. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you on that, yeah, yeah, okay, because you know, I think one of the things that have to be have to be done here is for, um men to have a chance to express themselves and then to be able to break down their expression until they start expressing their true selves. Because I feel like sometimes a lot of, um, a lot of males or guys or whatever, they are wanting, they're saying what they think 
you want them to hear. Okay, don't be, okay, that's all right, Smokey. Nobody asked you to be busting it all up like that now. Ain't nobody asked you to go all out like that now. No. Okay, though. And okay, though. It's okay. It's okay because, you know, that's what I'm saying. As women, we accept it because we want to hear it. <laughs> they figured out what we want to hear and they start saying what we want to hear. And then we're like, okay, yay. Yes. Yes. But hey, if we really want to know the truth about what, you know, a guy has to say or thinks then we really need to be open to it not being something that's going to be about pleasing us at the moment so that we can get to the core of what's really going on with them and what they hold really- Hold up now, hold, 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 hold up. Now you, you messing all my dates up now. See that, the Zoom is over. The Zoom is done. <laughs> Because I was okay with them telling me what I wanted to hear. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm, tell me more. But it always backfire on you later on when they can't keep up that storyline that they dropped on you. <laughs> and then you're like, what happened? Well, what, what just happened? So what you said was extremely, and it hurts. It, it, for real, sister, it can't. It hurts because it's true. And women do it too. Yeah. They'll watch these guys and like, oh, I know what kind of girl you want. You want a girl that twerk all the time, that jump off the dresser and land on your penis. And you want all this stuff. And you want to sort of be the cook, the queen, the nurturer, the mama. You want. And so they get a, an idea that that's what you want. So they try to mimic that. And see, the, the, the goodness, the, the power in doing that workshop is that we're saying, give yourself permission to be real and let the real, if everybody in the room is real, who they really are, without shame, blame, guilt, then you can positively align yourself with a person that follows these archetypes that you're looking for. You know, if you want a sex, if you want a sex God, don't be mad. I'm not mad at you. Right. But we get to ask ourselves, and why do you want that? Right. And then, and why do you think that that's important? Right. And we just start to break things down for ourselves because you know, when we start to do this thing that we mimic to please other people, if we mimic, that is a part okay, now. of the old paradigm. That's a part of the code of the system that is in mm. our orc field that is now being crushed down. Okay, that is old school. When we mimic, that's, that's a part of lack. That is when we don't have enough. We think we don't have enough, so we must mimic what we think that we should. Okay, I love it. I think that's, girl, I think we on to something, girl. I think we on to something, baby. Yeah. Uh, or should I just say man? Man, man you, I think you're on to something. You think you're... 
please call me sir or mister. So it's like, <laughs> Say, should we call you sir or mister? Yeah, you can call me sir or mister. That's fine. Okay, then. Shit, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I don't care if people call me that either, though. Right? So I don't know what I am. I'm very, very, very feminine. Right. But I got a side to it. Right? But you. But the thing is, you can't be a mimic and be authentic. Please say that again, because I don't think, I, I need to make sure I heard that shit right there. You can't be a mimic and be authentic. You sure cannot. Okay. Woo, that might be the name of it. You can't be mimicking and then call yourself authentic. Right? Smokey, I think we on to something. Yep, yep, yep. I think we on to something. So we went all, we went all over the place. So I wanted, to, because you are so powerful if we could just have five more minutes all right five more minutes just me and you just praying for the divine can we just now you talking to chat me that's my that's my specialty right there i know that's my specialty right there do this that's my as my dog is all in my face because she feeling all this love, and so now she wants to be right in the mix. What uh -huh. well, these pit terrier. She's just a big old cute pit terrier, and I love her. Jasmine, I please go sit down. Thank you for my lick. Now go sit down, baby. She's going to lick everything on her way back and up. Okay. On this day, we are to be guided, counseled, and taught by the universal force that governs this earth, that governs this realm, that governs this galaxy. We must be taught, guided on how to receive true power and acceptance of others as they come to their selves, come to their own because they're coming home to us. They're coming home to themselves. And we are holding space for the masses to come home to the great mother, the great father, the great being, the great nothingness, the great everythingness. They're coming back. They're learning how to do it with bravery. People are learning to trust what it feels like to be honest with themselves honest with about who they are why they are the way they are and 
embrace who do they really want to be. All that starts though with self-love, vulnerability, loyalty to the self. We start right where we stand. Not don't worry about the out. We're gonna start where we are. Right where we stand. We're gonna to learn to trust ourselves. We're gonna pull back the layers of shame and blame and guilt about who we really are, about who we really want to be with in our future. Oh, we're holding that space. Oh yeah, we got your back. We got you your get back. to be free. You are free. You are free. Go ahead now, Smokey. What you got? Give him, give it to him. Give it to him, Smokey. I pray for the divine masculine. I pray for the healing of all the fathers. Oh, we love you. We love you so yes, much. You yes, You are enough. Yes. We thank you for all that you have done in this world that is so hard. Yeah. Everybody. Mm. We know that it's hard. And yes. we thank you for showing up. Mm. Thank you for showing up. And we know that you're going to show up even stronger because we're all oh. space for you to show up in. Okay, though. We're holding space for you to show up as you are, mm. no matter what it's like for you mm. even if you think you're not perfect even if you shamed yourself even if mm -hmm. you blamed yourself or others have blamed and oppressed you we hold space for you and for your healing we Indeed. hold space for all masculine energy within all of us we go ahead now we hold space for a connection of that go deeper into the power and the highest esteem of what that energy is and to call it forth in love we call you forth we call you forth love we call you forth mm. Amen and all women. Amen, all women. Amen, Ra. And so it is. And so it will be. And so it is. All right, goddess. I love you. All right. <laughs> it's, good, it's good working with you, man. It's always good working with you. You know. And so we're going to have us another conversation and, and, and to develop this, what, we, what, we, what we're here to do. Yes.